You're waking up with Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1. He passed away at the age of 82 yesterday. Burt Reynolds did some great films. What's your favorite? Probably The Longest Yard. You know what? I'd go with that. Absolutely. And I'm sure there's some people that are going, wait a minute. Wasn't that Adam Sandler and Chris Rock? No. Well, that was the remake. The original so much better. I didn't even know there was an original. There you go. Yeah, yeah Burt Bur- Reynolds. You learned something new. Burt Reynolds was the, uh, uh, well, Adam Sandler played the role that Burt Reynolds played in the original. Okay. Raisin Jack. I'll always remember that. They made Raisin Jack in the That's prison. Right. But just, I mean, Cody, you have no idea. I don't think your generation can have any idea how big this guy was in his day. I mean, he was, wouldn't you, it's fair to say he was the George Clooney of his time. Kind of bigger. I, I, I know the name. His name is a household name, in my opinion. <laughs> However, I don't really know his body of work. I could point him out by a picture, but yeah, so I just, it stings, the, the, but. Probably the two biggest male box office draws in the 1970s, Clint Eastwood, Burt Reynolds. Yeah. And Burt had a, um, a sense of humor that, that I think no other actor has been able to match. He, he, he seemed to have, even in his, like, serious roles, there was still, like, this underlying sort of, I don't know why. Very just, dry, very understated. Yeah. And his laugh, for a guy that looked like that, mm-hmm. you didn't expect this laugh to come out of him. <laughs> that was it. Yep. It's so, some of my favorite movies of his were the outtakes from, like, Cannonball Run and Smoking the Band. And they, 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 he, he was so good at outtakes that they would actually make, like, features of, of Burt Reynolds' outtakes. And he had a couple sidekicks that he'd hang out with. And you'd just be crying. You'd be laughing so hard. And he was just he was one of those late-night talk show guests that you would stay up late to watch Johnny Carson if, if Burt Reynolds was going to be on. I think any guy of a certain age who kind of came of age in the late 70s, Burt Reynolds was it. You know? <laughs> It just <laughs> I was watching a segment he did on the, the Tonight Show with Johnny Carson back in, I think it was like 74, 75, something like that. And he was at his apex. Just you know, He comes walking out. It's like, that's all he had to do. That's all he, he had to do. He never even had to open his mouth. And he's talking about something. He had had a uh, TV special, and Johnny Carson asked him, why did you have your ex-wife on as a guest? Because he, he used to be married to this actress named Judy Carn. Hadn't seen her in five years, but they had her as a guest on this special. And Bert goes, I don't know. I have no idea what I was thinking. He goes, how'd it go? He goes, I don't know. He says, so how did you find out about it before the show hasn't even aired? And back then, there wasn't social media. Mm-hmm. And Johnny said, I, I, met it, or I read it in one of those magazines, one of those Hollywood magazines. Bert Reynolds looks at him and goes, where were uh, you? were at the beauty parlor? <laughs> and Carson goes, yeah, Thursday, I missed you. Where were you? And, and Bert just busted up and fell on the floor, and he was that kind of guy. Like, if you were funny, he, he would acknowledge that. If you were good, he would acknowledge that. Yeah. Very understated, and uh, just uh, for the 1970s and even the 1980s, there was no bigger actor. Really. And, and the other thing is, the movie roles he turned down, he turned down some of the most iconic male lead roles of all time or supporting acting roles. Uh, Richard Gere's role in Pretty Woman. He turned down Han Solo in Star Wars. Wow. He turned down Jack Nicholson's role in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. He was going to be James Bond. He decided he didn't want to do that. So, I mean, the roles that he turned down... He turned down the Bell Brothers endorsement, believe it or not. (laughs) What? (laughs) Is that right? Hard to believe. (laughs) R.I.P. Bandit, you did well. Tamara checked in on Facebook to say somebody sent her a text. wasn't a text she was supposed to get. This person, whoever it was, was in Reno, met a girl, wanted to know if I could cover their shift at work. I said, sure. (laughs) They met a girl, huh? (laughs) 
and they're going to lose their job. <laughs> exactly. That's hilarious. <laughs> Good prank. Back to your big question. Burt Reynolds passed away at the age of 82 yesterday. He made a movie. Well, he made a lot of movies, but he made one movie in particular that beat Star Wars at the box office on opening weekend. Name it. AC, for my own, part of the New Country family, what do you think? Well, there's so many, but is it Smokey and the Bandit? It is Smokey and the Bandit. It happened in 1977. That was a great year. Yeah, it uh, like, wow. like did a 1000000 which today is like, what? That's not much. But you're talking about, what, 40 years ago? That's back when movies were like two and a quarter. It didn't cost anything to go to. And Star Wars was a million five, so it etched it out, and then Star Wars just blew up after that. Smoking the Banner was the first movie I ever watched on HBO. Back when HBO first became a thing, and my friend Alan Davis, my parents, they were they were too poor to get HBO. But Alan Davis's parents, they had they HBO. Had it, yeah. So he called me, and, and you have to understand, in, in the... Uh, frame of reference at that time, I think that was an R-rated movie, and we were in middle school. It was, because of the language. And you couldn't, you could not, as a kid, get into an R-rated movie, but there it was on HBO, and I remember we both just died. We were just dying hysterically at the scene where, um, who was the sheriff? Who played the sheriff? Jackie Gleason. Jackie Gleason was taking a leak on the side of the road. First time we'd ever seen anything like that in a movie, we were just <laughs> crying. We were laughing. Look at that, just see that? He took a leak. He peed on the side of the road. It was just, it was life-changing. The scene where <laughs> Jackie Gleason's car is all beat up, and he's kind of down on this hill, and he's on his, uh, I think it's his CB, and he's talking yeah. to the bandit, who is Burt Reynolds, because he's chasing him, he's trying to catch him. He's, and he, they're kind of, they're exchanging mutual respect for the fact that he can't catch me, and you're the best guy I ever chased, but you're the, you're the most... Uh, uh, persistent guy that's ever chased me, like back and forth. Yeah. And he said, okay, let's cut this. You know, where are you? And he goes, look over your left shoulder. <laughs> His car is just, we're, we're going to go get some deeds. See you later. Because Jackie Gleason's car is it's like. just trash. Yeah, gotcha. There's no way he can catch him. Honestly, if you've never seen the movie. I, I mean, haven't. It's, it's dated in the in the vehicles and stuff. Other than it that, is, it is Pontiac Firewood. But it's classic Burt Reynolds. I think the humor in it and stuff, it, that all still is holds Is it supposed up. to be a comedy? Or? Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah okay. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, start to finish. It's and, fantastic. And you realize during the, the filming of it that he and Sally Fields, who's in it, they were they were a thing. They yes. were an item. So that chemistry that you see is real. I have a question cool. for you. Yeah. So you go over to Alan Davis's house <laughs> to get HBO, and you watch that movie. Yeah. At any point in time, did you go to an adult channel which would let you watch it for about a <laughs> second before it went sideways just to see if you could catch a glimpse? No comment. We've all been embarrassed by our parents at some point in time. Maybe you've been the parent embarrassing your child or children. A lot of parents are very proud of themselves. And rightly so, like Michelle. I used to pick up my daughter and her friends from school and go, quote, riding dirty in my pickup. I'd sit low in the seat, wrist resting on the steering wheel, music blaring. Friends loved it. Allison, not so much. No, stop it, Mom. Camby Brown actually texted us from Good Day Sacramento. She said, freshman year, my mom was the bus driver for the school football team. She brought a photo of me, and as they boarded the bus, she showed it to each player and said, my daughter needs a homecoming date. Oh, no. <laughs> like, no, Mom, I got this. <laughs> Worst part, she said, it didn't work. Oh, no, not one. Exactly. They're going to be like, this woman's crazy, and I don't want to get involved with the daughter. Yes. They're all watching Good Day right now going, stoop. <laughs> Kim says, exactly. used to roll down the windows and would pick my daughter up from school and crank some journey. Don't stop believing. All right, Anna, you had two boys. What'd you do? Well, if they were being ornery, the rule was, if they embarrassed me, then I would embarrass them, and I would start talking valley girl. Something like, oh my God, I'm like 
so embarrassed to be your mom right now. <laughs> and they would say, please, mom, please, please. Okay, we'll be good. We'll be good. If they heard you on the air right now talking about this, would they still cringe just a little bit? Absolutely. <laughs> they might even throw up a little bit in their mouth. <laughs> 105.1. Pat and Tom's Hot Nashville Minute. Cody. Kane Brown is gearing up for his first arena headlining tour in January. That's exciting. After wrapping up a run with Chris Young on September 29th, with no shows scheduled in between. Hmm. Oh, we now know why. He said, I'm going to take three months off. We'll have the wedding, and then we're going to take a month for the honeymoon. So, sorry, ladies, it's happening. Brown announced his engagement to Caitlin at a show in my hometown of Philadelphia in April 2017, and they've been planning ever since, so it's about time. So many tributes to Burt Reynolds on social media, including from country artists who worked with him or just admired him. Dolly Parton, who, of course, starred with Reynolds in Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, said, in part, you will always be my favorite sheriff. Rest in peace, little buddy. Reba McIntyre said, rest in peace, my friend. I'll never forget the wonderful times we spent together. And one of the most poignant came from Brad Paisley, who posted a simple video of himself with an acoustic guitar singing a little portion of a 1980 country hit for Don Williams called If Hollywood Don't Need You. But I'm sure the weather's warm out there. But if you see Burt Reynolds, would you shake his hand for me? And tell old Burt I've seen all his movies. It's a really cool little performance, and you can see it on our website, kncifm.com. Carrie Underwood canceled two shows in the U.K. as well as some promotional events this weekend. She's sick. Might be pregnancy-related. Nobody's really saying. Her new album, Cry Pretty, comes out a week from today. And would you watch a reality TV show with Blake Sheldon and Gwen Stefani? Yeah. Hollywood Life is saying you probably will, and that Blake and Gwen are in talks to do that right now. Wow. You know a business that has a strange name? We stumbled upon this one yesterday, and I looked at Tom, and I said, we should call. But first you said, there's no way this is real. We should call. <laughs> so we called... And sure enough, it's real. And a lady named Tracy who answered the phone agreed to talk with us on the air. And we said, okay, please answer the phone like we just called. And how would you do that? Thank you for calling Uranus Fudge Factory. This is Tracy. May I help you? That really is the name of your place. It is the name of our place, Uranus. And you're the Uranus... Uranus Fudge Factory. <laughs> Seriously, that's like top five best business name ever. <laughs> and how's your fudge? It is absolutely marvelous, darling. We actually right now have some availability for um, endorsement opportunities. We would love to be spokespeople for Uranus Chocolate Factory. No, Uranus Fudge Factory. I'm sorry. <laughs> we just no. lost the job. <laughs> is that the name of your town? Is the town Uranus? It is a destination, not a town. Wait, Uranus is a destination, not a town? <laughs> it's a destination, not a town, because in order to be a town, you must have a post office. And there's oh, no post okay. office in Uranus. Right. Everything out of Uranus, so eventually <laughs> we will have our own post office. And then we will be Uranus, Missouri. What else would we find in Uranus? <laughs> Novelties, toys, ammo. There's ammo oh. in Uranus? Yes. Tracy, thank you so much for talking. If we ever get out that way, we're absolutely stopping in Uranus for fudge. Lots of traffic in Uranus. <laughs> okay. You need to come and see our general manager and I. I mean, we'd love to talk more. Call us again. Okay, All right. gotcha. Have a great day in Uranus. All right, thanks. <laughs> Uranus, Missouri. Is, uh, they're trying to become a town. They actually have a lot of job openings. 
They have a lot of fun with this. They absolutely get it. They have an online store. You can get, I'm not kidding, you can get a sweatshirt that says Uranus Fudge Packer. You can order their fudge online. I'm not kidding you. They actually have a section on their website called Find a Job in Uranus. Here are some of the openings in Uranus. They need a magician. A cook. A retail clerk for a clerk for the Uranus General Store, Ow. and an axe throwing instructor. What? <laughs> Perfect. What? Right there for the. What does that say? Why do they need the axe throwing instructor for the for the your I, I, the for the Uranus the, athlete? Is that the, what that the says? The Uranus axe hole. Oh. I, no, no, come on! No, come on! Now they're reaching. That, no, that is a, that is a bar. That is, and they it's also the axle. And they need a game. Yes, that's what it's called. Well, that's fantastic. They need a game master. For, they have. <laughs> what? They need a game master for. <laughs> they have an escape room in Uranus. <laughs> the people who uh, who own it own the destination because again, it's not a town. It's not a town. Uh, have no. owned it since two thousand two, and they said they're giant marketing opportunities. <laughs> Boy, are there. If you ever get to Missouri, <laughs> check out the Uranus Fudge Factory. Sometimes things at work happen that are a little strange. For instance, off of Facebook, Jenna, who used to work here, not uh, not the Jenna that follows us, but Jenna Christine. Yeah. She used to work on front desk. She's John Party's cousin, and she's a terrific lady, and she actually should have her own podcast. She's that funny. <laughs> she posted this. Security guard at my work is showing my cellmate, otherwise known as my cubicle mate, video of his girlfriend's son at his football jamboree. As he's showing the video, he says the following. Yeah, other than number nine laying him out right there, he did pretty good. You know, winners always brings tough competition. We'll have to watch for that guy when we play them. Jenna then says, I've never formally met the guard. Just seen him in the halls at work. Do you think now is a good time to tell him number nine is my son and ask him if he could please send me the video? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> That is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now would be a good time. Yes. New Country 105.1. Here's what's trending. Cody. We keep hearing the story over and over again, and it needs to stop. Another teen was attempting to get a selfie, this time at the edge of Nevada Fall in Yosemite National Park, when he fell over 800 feet and, yes, sadly died. Tomer Frankfurter was just 18 years old and from Israel. He was in the States for a two-month trip. This is actually the sixth death in Yosemite in the past five months. Of course, not all are related to selfies, but let this be a PSA. Be careful when trying to get a selfie. It's not that important to get that good shot. Yeah, let somebody else hold the camera for you. And just... <laughs> no, we got a selfie stick. Happy National Beer Lovers Day. And it's a Friday, too. Yeah. yeah. And, of course, when it comes to America's best craft beer regions, ours is consistently in the conversation. But if you're into experimentation, here are three beers to try tracking down later today at BevMo or Total Wines and more. Number one, Sapporo Space Barley. Yep, brew beard with barley grown on the International Space Station. Prices out of this world, too. $100 for a six-pack, if you can even find it anymore. I'm going to get that at BevMo. Limited yeah. edition. Uh, Rocky Mountain Oyster Stout. Yep. Wincoop <laughs> Brewing out of Denver, Colorado guarantees no. three of them for a 12-ounce bottle. Really? Really? That's a talented bowl. And Rogale's Beard Beer. It's beer brewed with yeast grown in the beard 
of their head brewer. I no, God. Oh. I cannot. And apparently his beard is fertile ground. So far, they have brewed over 15,000 bottles. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you do that to us on National Beer Day? Everybody's yeah, feeling no, no, good. Like, and now you're like, beer. hey, guess what's in your beer? Maybe yeah. just stick with a nice uh, track seven panic. Oh, concussions in football have been well publicized over the past few years. Even led to a movie, a lot of research, rule changes in the NFL, and some early retirements. Dale Earnhardt Jr. says, not so fast football, NASCAR is right there with you. He estimates that in his driving career, he had 25 concussions. What? 25. From accidents or just the jarring motion of driving? Okay. A lot of wrecks. There was one that sidelined him in 2016. But he says that's not the one that changed him. The one that really changed him that he noticed his cognitives kind of going south was in 2012 on a practice lap in Kansas. Pat and Tom. New Country 105.1.